Alright then? Alright mate How are you diddling? Yeah I'm alright Yeah? <laughs> you sound apprehensive <laughs> No <Sound> Unconvincing <laughs> You know what it was It was a moment of What shall I launch into first? <laughs> <laughs> I was like Shall I go with um, the The pain in my back That has come from nowhere like I just have a bad back because you're old now. <laughs> just like a just just a back pain for no reason. Um, then I thought, nah. Um, then I thought, as if I did it previously. I, this is on the fly. I crossed tenses there. I dropped into a weird universe. Okay. <laughs> I mean, are you, are you all right? I'm starting to worry that quarantine is affecting you in ways that I hadn't prepared for. I mean, I do feel a little bit crazy. <laughs> Thought to be, man. Yeah. Let, let's, let's solve this problem. What, well, what's on your mind? The first thing that's on my mind, or the main thing, the, the thing that I wanted to talk to you about, is that, as you know, I'm a teacher. Yes, yeah, you are. And... For the majority of our podcasts, I don't normally talk about anything to do with teaching apart from saying I am a teacher. You know, I don't talk about yeah. what I do or because it's not important. Um, but something has happened. Two things kind of happened, which I, I wanted to use our podcast as a platform to express how I felt about something, if that's if that's okay. Uh, I mean, yeah, this is a platform for us to purvey our thoughts upon other unsuspecting minds. So Beautiful. Go for it. Okay, thank you. Um, obviously, there's been a lot of stuff in the media recently um, yes. about people's opinions towards teachers and right. people complaining about teachers not wanting to return back to work. And seeing people talk about um, the fact that the teachers are getting paid to sit on their ass and do nothing. Um, right. And I have a little tiny <laughs> problem with you that statement. A slight grievance, mm. that, I imagine. Mm. Just a little mm. bit. Let me sit back in my chair. Go for it. So... What I want to say, and, and, and again, look, we're talking into an echo chamber because the majority of people that listen to this um, will not be um, sharing the opinions of those people who are negatively criticising teachers. And I am not one to spring to the defence of teachers. But if anyone in any capacity is suggesting that all teachers are sat on their arse doing nothing, then they can, quite frankly, go fuck themselves <laughs> i am teaching a full timetable of interactive lessons i have written an entire fucking show for my students to do we are running classes daily we are running one-to-ones we are doing more than we would normally do when we were at work so for people to have the audacity to turn around and say that we should just get on with it and go back to work when there are several 
people, myself included, in situations where I'm not just thinking about myself, I'm thinking about people I care about and putting ourselves in a dangerous environment. And Mm. I wouldn't have said anything. I would have let all of this go. (laughs) But I saw the front page of the (laughs) Daily Mail. Oh, there we go. And the Daily Mail's headline is, Let Our Teachers Be Heroes. Magnificent staff across the nation are desperate to help millions of children get back to the classroom, but militant unions are standing in their way. Really? No, that is complete and utter bullshit. There are a lot of teachers in the country, myself included, who obviously want to provide the best support and care that we can for all of our students. But we want to do that in a capacity and in an environment where ourselves and them and everyone around are safe. And what is clear at the moment with all of this going on is that that's not the case at the moment. No one in all of these arguments are bringing up the point that what about the intrinsic value of the education that these young people are entitled to? No one gives a shit about that. No one's Mm. saying, is it actually valuable right now for these young people, a lot of whom have adjusted to working from home? Is it actually valuable for them to go back to a a non-guaranteed working environment and when i say non-guaranteed i mean their safety we can't guarantee their safety in a capacity where they're going to be forced to social distance no one's thinking hey what about the creative subjects i'm a fucking drama teacher how do you teach drama when they got to stand two fucking meters apart yeah no one's considering that actually these young people are on a process and a journey of learning and being educated. We're not just fucking babysitters. That's not our job. Yeah. Our job is to support and to educate. And, I, and, and look, I don't want to go on too much about this because <clears throat> there's another reason why I wanted to talk about it, which is slightly lighter. Um, but just... I want people who, who are sharing these opinions so vehemently... Uh, but obviously it's on online microcosmically but i want people to really consider what is going on in the world right now what our priorities are what Mm. they should be and how we can work together and i don't understand personally how just going back to work makes us heroes I have no interest in being a hero. I want to educate people. That is my job. That is my duty. That is the the thing that I decided to do. I'm also quite keen on staying alive. You know? (laughs) We have to look after one another. And just to prove to everyone out there, not only have we as teachers, and, and look, don't get me wrong, there are some shitty teachers out there who aren't doing anything. Deal with them individually. Don't tar us all with the same brush, right? Yeah. The other things that we do that people don't realise, like we we having to keep on top of um, policies and do go through kind of training programmes. Yeah. So I went through a training programme. <laughs> and... I'm not going to tell you much about it because, you know, I don't want to compromise my position. But what I'll say to you is (laughs) that I was, it was an external 
because there will be people who listen to this who know where I work. So I want to make it very clear that the, the, the thing that I was doing was nothing to do with where I work. It was external. It was an external okay. um, training thing that I had to do. Right. And the long and short of it was it was it was um, trying to teach you as a teacher how to pick up certain changes in young people's behavior and what that actually means. Right. That's as much detail as I need to give. But there was a particular question that came up and the question or not the question, the statement that came up and the statement was talking about um, how to recognize changes in the behavior of young people and what you should be looking out for. And there were four kind of bullet points. And instead of being a bullet point, what it was, was it was a sort of, you know, like in uh, road signs, when you see um, sort of the the old people crossing the road and there's kind of like stick figures of two elderly people. Yeah. So it's kind of like that, but it was kind of like a purple background with a white little stick figure. So the first one was, let's say, I don't know, looking at... um, students who in a certain situation may be very emotional and the picture was of a little stick figure kind of looking down another one was say something like um you know making impulsive decisions and it was a stick figure looking animated the third one was they may take more risks and it was a, a little stick figure on an upward arrow and the last one was choose high risk activities now, Lynn, <laughs> what do you think the little stick figure picture was? High-risk activities. So this I is reckon... supposedly a visual aid to support the statement of high-risk activities. So they're essentially saying to the teachers who are, who are participating in this programme, this is what you have to look out for. What do you think the picture was? Was it a little stick man on a pogo stick? It was a stick man... Riding a shark. Keep a fucking eye out for it, mate. I really wanted to say, I really wanted to write something to say, sorry, could you give me advice as to what I do if I see one of my students riding into class on the back of a shark? Oh, fucking hell, just just cruising in, surfing on Jaws. So Amazing. don't you dare sit at home and say that teachers aren't doing anything. Because you're looking out for sharks. <laughs> because I'm shark watching out for shit. sharks. What are you looking for? <laughs> what are you looking for? <laughs> Welcome to episode 48. Oh, I know. 48. I mean, there's, there's nothing to go with that. We get into those numbers now where there's nothing to go with. Yeah, I mean... I mean, I'm waiting for 52. I'll be honest. Be <laughs> yeah, 52. Of course, of course. You've given away the goat there, though, haven't you? That's a weird expression, uh, isn't it? Giving away giving the away. goat. <laughs> there are just loads of people in the medieval times just giving other folks goats. For no apparent reason. Yeah, here's a goat. I'm quite scared of goats, actually, if I'm being honest. Why? It's their eyes. Don't trust them. <laughs> They've got rectangular or square pupils. I find Sinister that motherfuckers. They are. And goats. Goats are the same. Goats. Sheep. We talk about goats. Oh, yeah. Sorry, I meant sheep. 
<laughs> Mate, I need, I'm fucking, I'm stir crazy, man. This is going to be it, in. This is going to be an interesting episode. It is affecting everyone. I mean, I'll tell you what, <sighs> it's not bad actually because uh, the way that it's affecting you, this whole staying in business, mm. it's affecting me differently. Okay. Now, first of all, what is the single worst thing that you could do to your phone given the current situation? Smash the screen to smithereens. So that's exactly what I've done. <laughs> okay. Good. <laughs> On now, purpose the sto- or? The, st- the story goes, I was coming in. I noticed that my newly planted potted plants were very nicely glistening in the moonlight, but there were snails all over. Oh, so I started hoying snails. Hands got wet. Was holding phone as torch. Squeezed it a bit too hard. And you know when it just does that little bar of soap? Whoop! out your hand yeah i watched it and it was like you know you know when you watch like really shit sitcoms yeah and someone drops the wedding cake and it goes bah, 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 bah. <laughs> and yeah. it slows right down yeah, yeah i did that and i just sort of went <gasps> and then it landed <sighs> face oh. first yeah Emotional. how long have you had the phone uh, i've had it four months okay two-year oh, contract yeah so yeah <laughs> <laughs> got a Got, a, got an upgrade just around the corner. So it's... Uh, <laughs> Fuck it. Yeah. It's such so, a yeah, beautiful so, analogy, isn't it? Oh, that's just... Uh... Also, anyway. sorry. No, I'm sorry. I'm sorry, right? <laughs> what? what? <laughs> You're talking about your plants. Yeah. I'm fucking obsessed with plants, man. Have you, have you just become like a green thumb? Yeah, yeah. Oh, no, no, no. I'm still not particularly green thumbed. I think it's an internal struggle because my dad uh, does a lot of gardening and stuff. So I've always been like... No, I don't want to be my dad. But I have got a cheese plant, which started as a, um, you know, it was probably about a foot. Honestly, this cheese plant is now six foot high and about 10 foot wide. I'm going to have to get a new flat to fit the cheese plant. And I can't (laughs) stop. Every day I look at it, I think about it, I talk about it, you know, it's... (laughs) It's fucking incredible. I don't talk to it yet. We haven't quite got there. We haven't um, reached that point in the relationship. But yeah, just because you were saying about admiring your plants, like when did we become those people? Well, honestly, this is this has become like a running theme because like one of the, the other things that I've noticed since being quarantined, and I couldn't believe this, right? I'm I'm sat there, I'm in my front room, I'm on Twitter, going through something. Mm. Emotionally or physically? (laughs) (laughs) Both. On on the timeline, I'm going through the timeline, just blah, blah, yada, yada, yada. And then someone just goes, when was the last time you emptied your toaster tray? And I said, what the fuck are you talking about? Yeah, the little tray that you pull out where all the things, all the shit gets dropped. Oh, yeah, little tray that you pull out, yeah. Did you not know? I had absolutely no idea existed. Wait, for 34 years. How did you not know about that? I have been turning the toaster upside down and bashing out all the fucking bits. And that's what I was going to say. You hate creation. bits as well. You fucking hate I bits. I fucking hate bits. And then oh. I find out that a toaster has a little tray. Unfucking believable. Okay, well, that's a real positive. Well, yeah, it is. But now, I mean, but. All the years I wasted before fucking getting burnt bits of toast out of the toaster. All the years you've wasted, what collective you spent? <laughs> Collectively, <laughs> I reckon. <laughs> How, all right, so here's a question then. How many times a week do you reckon you try and clear the bits out of the toaster? <laughs> at least once. You do it at once least, a week. At least one bit clearance. 
See, I always, when I'm cleaning the surfaces of the kitchen, right? <laughs> this is a fucking <laughs> podcast. <laughs> when I'm cleaning the surfaces of my kitchen, right? Welcome to Two Boring Cunts. <laughs> fucking hell. Mate, they signed up for it. Fuck them, right? They I, really did. Most of the time when I'm, I, you know, I wipe the surface probably at, at least once a day, depending on, on maybe more if I'm cooking more, right? Yeah. But I always, because I've got the toaster in the corner, then the kettle, and I normally just go up to them. So they're the kind of like the, 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 outer, the outer rim of my wiping area. Yeah, but the other night I got out of the shower and I was feeling a bit kind of energetic. And whenever I feel stressed or anything like that, I just clean everything. So I was cleaning. Yeah. I was like, right, tonight at eight thirty on a Wednesday or Thursday. Tonight <laughs> is the night that I'm going to clean behind the toaster. Um, so I went right round. I've got my sprays. I've got my my kitchen roll. My one very specific type of kitchen roll. I mean, I'm <laughs> what a fucking time to be alive, man. Well, it doesn't end there. I mean, okay. I'm even noticing things about other people now. God. <laughs> so I'm laying in bed. Um, to be fair, my wife has always sort of talked in her sleep. Like, she'll have full conversations. Okay. Gibbering. But just <laughs> recently... Well, you said that. What did you expect her to do? Be reciting poetry? Of course no, no, she's going to no. be fucking gibbering. No, this is my point. This is very much my point. Right. Because the other day... Along with her regular tickling her own arm business, she does this thing, right? What? <laughs> gonna hate me. She, she's laying on her back, right? Mm. And then one arm slowly just raises towards the ceiling until she's basically got it <laughs> perpendicular to her body, just directly up. <laughs> and right. then the other arm will very slowly come over, almost as if like it's a violinist drawing a bow. <laughs> And you start to really slowly tickle her own arm from top to bottom. What the fuck? Like she's, like she's playing a fucking arm harp. Honestly, it's so funny. But the other day... I don't know why that's so funny. She semi-sat up and she went, would you like me to move the sand? And I was just like, what fucking sand? What are you talking about? I mean, have we got some sand coming? Have you ordered a ton of sand that I don't know about? Mm. Or are you in a dream where there's a beach? Are there sand castles? I need details of this. Of course, she just goes straight back to sleep. That's it. So there's no more you information. Up and you're like, what's the sand like, signify? <laughs> exactly. What is the sand? What does it mean? <laughs> what is it a metaphor for? And I think in conclusion mm. that we can confidently say mm. that we are all going a bit fucking mad. We are going a bit mad. Um, but also, I wanted to bring this up. You've talked over the last few episodes about breaking stuff, and I just have a very simple question. Are you Lenny? <laughs> like, why are you just going around fucking Incredible hulking everything? The funny thing is... <laughs> Easy, Lenny. <laughs> no, but it's, it's one of the nicknames. I get all Lenny, and I, like, when I'm... <laughs> That's the one you'll be into my ketchup dorge. <laughs> It's really heavy-handed. <laughs> Whatever you want, we ain't got. Where's the rare pit storage? Um, for our younger listeners, that is uh, a, a reference to the very famous John Steinbeck novel of Mice and Men. Which you'll read in year 10. Yeah. <laughs> uh, they probably don't anymore. I mean, I should not. I'm a fucking teacher if the beginning of the episode didn't <laughs> give you an indication. Imagine coming into that and someone going, fucking, I don't know who's a teacher. Jesus. <laughs> 
Um, yeah, we're all going fucking crazy, listeners. But th- I think it's going to make for a good show. I'm excited. Yeah, let's get wacky. Let's do it. Wacka wacka. <laughs> we become the things we hate. <laughs> <laughs> We interrupt this program to bring you a special report. Seagulls are fucking cunt. <laughs> and I can tell you confidently that that is the truth. There is no bending of the facts here. I am bringing you a May 2020 Seagull News update. Okay, well, it's and- interesting you say that, be right, because a couple of listeners fucking they always do this right got in contact <laughs> and we're being a bit fact checking like, oh this is an old story it's like sorry yeah what stories do you read on your podcast then paul i don't even know who you are paul <laughs> fucking dimlo you got about fucking paul yeah. turned up did he yeah paul not hello excuse me i'm paul um you know this uh article was actually from uh, uh my, my name two is paul years from ago. fact checkers uh, <laughs> yeah. i'm just here i'm to part of the facebook got... first so what, response who, team what did um, you get wrong what did you get wrong what was it fuck well no I, we were just talking about a story this was ages ago as well i've, I've been harboring this resentment for so long <laughs> but i just got this like really off the cuff comment um honestly mate it was like four months ago when we were talking about when we first brought you seagull news um and and one of the ones that i'd read had had come from like you know six months previously it was like a bit of an old article wasn't it right well sorry paul from fact checkers yeah prick oh We will listen to your little podcast, shall we, Paul? At home with Paul. Stop, he's already dead. Yeah. Right. <clears throat> I can assure Definitely you a virgin. That, <laughs> that all of these stories are as of mm. May 2020. Yeah. And I'm just going to read out some headlines, all right? Okie dokie. Coronavirus lockdown. Gulls aggressive over lack of food. Okay. Seagulls force council officials to back down as they admit defeat in £40,000 culling mis- mishap. Like, hang on a minute. What do you mean they backed down? Was there a face-off? <laughs> Was there a line of seagulls and a line of council officials all having some sort of discussion and the council officials went, you know what, lads, they've got us bent over a barrel here. Yeah. What the fuck happened? Seagulls in Rome take to killing rats and pigeons as lockdown deprives them of natural food. Beware, hungry seagulls during lockdown, Yorkshire residents told. I mean, it, they're telling the residents that they are acting more aggressively than usual. I mean, they're already horrendous. Yeah. Yeah, totally. And my favourite one is the sun, who obviously always encapsulate everything with the epitome of... <laughs> Class. Perfect journalism. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. We're facing a seagull apocalypse. <laughs> yes, <laughs> thank you. It's the only <laughs> fucking good thing the sun's ever done. We've been they talking about it for months. Up. I mean, they caught cutting edge journalism my ass. Just listen to the babblemen. Warning people. About yeah, we are. Uh, yeah. Yeah, I am. I am act literally patting myself on the back here because we have been trying to bring this to you for months, and no one has taken us seriously. Exactly. Exactly. Ha- also, uh, how, why didn't they fucking worldwide. get in contact with us for an interview? But this is it. I mean, this is worldwide. It says here. It says, it says Plymouth, Benidorm, oh. Yorkshire, 
Rome, it's everywhere. <laughs> you feel a bit, Rome's been a bit short change there, isn't it? <laughs> Wait, well, Plymouth, I mean, it's sort of been Benidorm. I did Rome. say until last. <laughs> yeah, I know, but you know what I mean. I tried Rome's to make like, it stand out slightly. <laughs> Why are you fucking putting us in the same category as Benidorm? Oh, fucking well, you know, I said to you, I had that seagull that was like jumping around. I mentioned it on the last episode on the <laughs> on the bins, bogging you out. Yeah, I. <laughs> so every day I've been going out to my car for like five minutes just to turn the car over and just sit there and rev. I mean, it's a change of scenery as well. Yeah. Um, and <clears throat> obviously we, where, I, where I was parked was kind of, I could see the bins from where um, I was sat. Um, I was sat looking at the bins. That's the reality of the situation because there was nothing else to look at. And I was like, oh, and all of a sudden I noticed a commotion. thinking, hmm, that's interesting. So... <laughs> I didn't get out of the car to examine. I was already getting out of the car. I'm on safari. So I got out of the car and I walked towards the bins and there were two seagulls. Um, one was like sort of wading on top of the bins doing kind of like a dance. And the other one was on the floor. And as I approached, they both just stopped and looked at me. But like one of them made eye contact with me. Yeah. And then there was a box... The, of like uh, cereal bars and obviously for some reason someone's chucked the box out with one of the cereal bars in it right and i shit you not the seagull got went into the box pulled the cereal bar out of the box so the <laughs> like wrapper was like poised in its fucking beak it put the thing on the floor and it took the wrapper off the cereal bar <laughs> and started fucking eating it and honestly, I was—I got my phone out to try and get a video of it because I was going to post it on the um, Instagram at Babblement Pod, same as Twitter. But I—I I didn't want to startle nice. them, and, nice. and I also thanks. I also didn't want to. I didn't want to kind incriminate of incriminate yourself. Yeah, I was genuinely intimidated that if I got my phone out, they'd be like, you know, like you get those builders who do something to someone's house because they haven't yeah. paid. And then the person who's out is like, what the fuck are you doing to my car, dickhead? I thought that's what the seagull was going to all of a sudden get aggressive <laughs> and be like, I didn't give you permission to fucking film me. You're on my phone, trespassing on my property. And I was like, fuck. So I just, so I stood there for about a good three minutes watching a seagull eat an entire cereal bar. Jesus Christ. And every so often, it just looking at me, just kept looking up from the cereal bar. Right. Now, with all of this in mind, mm. the seagulls are hungry, yes? Mm-hmm. They need something to eat. And it's my understanding... Have, have we got the news bullet? Yeah. But hit, hit me. We interrupt this program to bring you a special report. Murder hornets are a thing. Murder hornets. Murder hornets. They are primarily Asian, but they have made their way to America. They are approximately two inches long. Just consider that for a second. This thing is the size of your fucking thumb. God, I'm so glad you said thumb. (laughs) (laughs) How does he know? Well. (laughs) (laughs) Fucking hell, that is a big hornet. So it is a very big hornet. So far, nothing natural, i.e. other insects, bugs, etc., have managed to take it on a win. I've seen rats go down to it. <laughs> but I'm thinking... Okay. Just maybe... Mm. In the common 
British seaside seagull, we may have a bastion of defence. You've seen them on flying ant day. Those fuckers are all over the place. And they're snapping those bastards out the sky. And they're teeny, itty-bitty little things. So you're thinking that actually, <clears throat> eventually, the seagulls could be the thing that saves us? I, I'm, well, it depends if we have them come in early enough as a distraction. Otherwise, they may turn their attention to us. So in some ways, we, we kind of need the hornets to come over to give the seagulls another focus. And then it's kind of just sort of like... Um, Hopefully they'll eradicate each other. Yeah. And we'll be able to live in peace and harmony. Yeah, I won't have to. I won't be forced to watch a bird eat a cereal bar from top to bottom, too scared to move. Eating the rabbits whole, kidnapping chihuahuas. Well, <laughs> let's make a pledge here, Lee. We at the Babbitt will continue to, to keep you abreast of anything that flies that could potentially kill us. <laughs> we we are watching the skies. We are. <laughs> Our eyes are in the skies. Don't be angry. Don't be pissed. Just sit there, put it on your head. Oh, that was lovely. <laughs> that was that was a lovely one. Wholesome. Lovely. That was a wholesome one lovely. for the family. That. Yeah, good. It is. It's family show after all. Uh, your turn. Okie dokie. I've got four. I don't know why lovely. I'm trying to approach it really positively. Okie dokie. Um, Okie dokie. My lovely. first, my first one. <laughs> That's going to be delightful. Um, my first one is trifle. <laughs> what, what problem do you have with trifle? Everything is just fucking disgusting. Oh, come on now. I hate trifles. Ugh. They're awful. You like them, don't you? <laughs> trifles are good. If you get a good trifle, it's a good day. Oh, God. Trifle is the worst. I don't like the jelly. I don't like the cream. I don't like anything about it. It's horrible. <laughs> um, my second one is the last portion of time in when your clothes are trying to transition from wet to dry <laughs> where you feel the clothes and you're like is it dry i can't i can't tell <laughs> it might be dry it's definitely not wet but i don't think it's dry and then you put it on and you're like oh it's cold yeah, oh, yeah. I'm, I'm wet but is i'm it, not wet. is it just cold is it an illusion that yeah that last <laughs> portion i really really i really hate um this is particularly prev prevalent at the moment yeah, sorry i choked on some air um people taking pictures of zoom meetings or any kind of sort of lockdown well i'm gonna ad, interject ad, yeah go on it, it's same as one of mine okay like just 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 zoom <laughs> meetings in general adverts oh we're all stuck at home we're all using Zoom, or we're all using Windows bloody, but we're all using... Everyone is. Shut the fuck up. I don't need to see you on a Zoom call. Just do your call. Do the business you're doing. I have absolutely no benefit from knowing if you're doing it or not. Fuck off. I had quite enough of saying it. Yeah. Uh, that, well, yeah. I mean, that's... that's <laughs> you took the words right out of my mouth. Um, that's <laughs> like, yeah, that's exactly what I would say. But what what I don't understand is like... 
I don't know about you. Can you remember the last time that you went to a pub quiz? No. All of a sudden, every night someone's doing a fucking pub quiz, and you have to host them. And there's and you know, look, I I have absolutely no nothing but respect for people who are doing things like that. Genuinely, like good for you. But I don't need to see pictures of like four hundred people on a screen doing something wacky in the picture. It's like just do your Zoom thing, do your fucking quiz. Everyone's gonna have a great time. It's lovely that you're taking the time to come up with the questions and genuinely I mean all that. But I don't need to see a fucking picture of it. No. What does that picture away. tell me? Away you go. It's like seeing a picture of a mime. Yeah. Like a mime why would you take a picture of a mime? <laughs> <laughs> like, what is he trying to tell me? What is he trying to say? Yeah, what does this tell me? Um, and my last one is <laughs> when you can hear that someone has a really dry mouth. <laughs> so you've got that like oh, that kind no, of like uh, clang. It's make like, it start. Just fucking drink some water. Just drink some water. Absolutely. And, and actually, I forgot about this one, and it relates perfectly. It relates to drinking water. I hate it when you're having a dream about being thirsty, and you are dreaming, and you're try- you're drinking in the dream, but you can't quench your thirst. <laughs> and then you wake up, and you're like, "I'm so thirsty." <laughs> I just thought about that one at the time. There we go. Uh, I mean, I've I've only really got one left. That's fine. And it's. When you go into the kitchen and you've, you've used something, you put something away, and then you go to walk off, and then you notice the cupboard doesn't shut flush. Oh, my God. You and your fucking kitchen cupboards, man, <laughs> and putting things away. What is wrong with you? Well, what's the point of making it closed or closing a cupboard door if it doesn't close properly? Therefore, it ruins my nice, smooth finish. It's I drives just, me nuts. Oh yeah, I know, but fuck me, man. How much time do you spend in that fucking kitchen? Well, got a family. I cook food. I mean, it's pretty constant. I've got a seven-year-old. Yeah, but they're all starving because all you're doing is look at the fucking cupboards. <laughs> they're all lying on the floor with fucking hands, like Oliver Twist. And you're going, I can't feed you now. These fucking cupboards won't chat. I mean, I do. I'm being flippant because it irritates the fuck out of me as well. <laughs> like, it's, it's infuriating. Also, I tell you what else annoys me about kitchens um, is cutlery drawer. When people, you know, you've got the the, 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 the drawer that you open, it's got the fucking cutlery laid out in the little sections. Yeah. Well, some people just arbitrarily just put cutlery in. So they're not <laughs> in You're having sections. to get me over fucking cupboard door oh come on that is barbaric. you're bothered about the things you're ba- in the drawer that you can't even see yeah because how are you supposed if i go into the drawer and i go <laughs> i need a fork i know exactly where the forks are i don't want to go into a drawer and pick out and go that's a fucking spoon this is no good to me <laughs> oh i need a knife oh oh this is a this is a teaspoon how am i supposed to butter my bread with this teaspoon Oh, I mean, I still God. try, but it Dude, doesn't I, work. I think I, I'm, I'm starting to panic about the pair of us. I think Something's it's making happening. us worse. It's I making think, us worse. I, but but I, I embrace it. Okay, but let me ask, before we go, right, let me ask you this, though. Go on. Open your cutlery drawer. I've got some... I've, I'm going to do a sound effect. Hang on. So you open your cutlery drawer like this. 
I mean, now I'm going to have to close it because I'm too far away from the microphone. So hang on. Just pretend I haven't closed it. <laughs> so you open your yeah. cutlery drawer and I look down and I see the things that the cutlery goes in. What order are they in? Because there is a right or wrong answer, I'm telling you. Knife, fork, big spoon, little spoon, uh, eclectic. Are you mental? Are you mental? That's from left to right. That's how it goes. It's fork, knife, big spoon, little spoon. Why is it a fork, knife? You'll use a knife more often than you'll use a fork on its own. What are you talking about? Why would you? Well, for instance, when you eat dinner, you use a knife and fork because we're not fucking philistines. No, of course. And then for single usage, yeah. the knife has more applications, i.e. You... butter. Okay, one. The slicing, the sleecing of You're not using... Why are you using a dinner knife to slice anything? You've got a whole oh, separate oh. thing of knives for that. This might upset you because my small, sharp... Preparation knives are in the dinner knife set. Oh. <laughs> so what happens if you're just you're tired, right? Here's the scenario, you're tired. You want you really want some toast. You open My the drawer, eyes don't work. Right? You open the drawer. <laughs> no, you're just not looking it properly. You reach your hand in. You start trying to butter a piece of bread with a fucking not with a, like a knife, like a cutting <laughs> Why knife. Why am I trying to butter bread when I'm so tired? I can't tell the fucking difference between two knives. But you're not using the, uh, the oh, honestly, this is this is this is. We're middle. gonna be here all day. What are Look, you talking let's about? Just, let's just go and finish this elsewhere. Yeah. No, I yeah. don't want to finish this elsewhere. <laughs> Stop trying to cut me off. Stop trying to cut me off on the pod. Stop trying. It's now time for another episode of Are You Fucking Kidding Me? <laughs> now, on this week's Are You Fucking Kidding Me? <laughs> Come on. Elon Musk's child name. <laughs> You've seen it then? Of course I've seen it. How do you pronounce it? <laughs> Dude. Dude, I honestly have absolutely no idea. Axiom Verdamesa fucking Latina blah blah blah. But it's, it's fine though, because Grimes, who I've never fucking heard of, explained <laughs> the name on Twitter. So the, oh, good. the X is the unknown variable. The AE, <laughs> my elven spelling of AI which means love or artificial intelligence. A12 equals the precursor to SR-17, our favourite aircraft. No weapons, no defences, just speed. Great in battle, but non-violent. The extra A refers to Archangel, uh, my favourite song. And then she's put in a cross, which I don't quite know where that fits, where she's just put in brackets, metal rat. So, this got me thinking. Right, hang, hang on. So, just say all of those things singularly, one after another, to, to, to have the whole name in a row. Okay. So, it'd be... It would be the unknown variable, Elvin spelling of AI, precursor to SR-17, Archangel. <laughs> Catchy. 
Yeah. <laughs> that would fit on a fucking passport, wouldn't Absolutely. it? Absolutely. But what it got me thinking is, and it's something we've talked about a couple of times on the podcast, yeah. I'm going to hit you with some of my favourite baby names throughout history. <laughs> okay. Okay. Each one should end with the caveat of, are you fucking kidding me? <laughs> okay. Okay. Hit me. Number one. Abraikusgentilis. <laughs> Number two. Ah. <laughs> Number three. Alphabeta. Oh, you didn't. <laughs> then arse. Burp, burp, balls, banana, bony M, drug, earwhacker, flappy, gassy, hairy, one too many, pube, sucker, penis, puff, wanker. Are you fucking kidding me? <laughs> but it goes on because now what we have are initials. So we have A, blob, B, yond, E, C, lay, F, in good, F, U, as in E W E, O, men, Mr. R, U, ready, <laughs> Mrs. Why not? But then we have the unfortunate first name and surname combination. Number one, Augusta Wind. Number two, A Nice Bottom. Number three, Barbie Q. Number four, Dan D. Lyons. Number five, (laughs) Don Key. Six, Ellie Vater. Seven, Etta Lott. Eight, Faye King. Oh, come on now. Nine, Gladys Friday. (laughs) I don't know what number we're on now, but the next one, Justin Case, Paige Turner, Rob Berry, Sarah Tonin, Tess Tickle, and Tim Burr. (laughs) Oh, what? Are you fucking kidding me? Because now we have names inspired by cars, Auto Caravan, Datsun, DeLorean, Frontera, Garage, Jeep, Motor, Turbo. But don't worry, there's also names about food. Apple pie, cherry tart, (laughs) custard, lasagna, mineral waters, (laughs) porridge, quiche, quiche, fucking quiche, salami, spicy, trifle. I fucking hate trifles. (laughs) All of those names are registered names in either the UK or the US. All of those that. names have an actual registry date to them. So legally, a child has been born at least once with all of those names in it. Good fucking God. And I don't know about you, <laughs> but the only thing I can think to say is, are you fucking kidding me? <laughs> We interrupt this program to bring you a special report. Brian May taken to hospital after tearing buttock muscles whilst gardening. (laughs) Yes. Indeed. Queen guitarist says, I won't be able to walk for a while. 
after <laughs> after injury during lockdown and lambasts Boris Johnson over coronavirus. Now I'm sorry, right? I don't like Boris. He's an evil genius. That's like t- 15 pods ago, listeners. We were fucking right all along. Yep. Brian May, now is not the time to have a dig on Boris Johnson after you have literally tore your anus apart. Now I mean, is well, not Where did you get your headline time. from then? Uh, that was from The Guardian. I like the independent spin on it. Because on. obviously this is front page news. Yeah. Brian May hospitalised after ripping his buttocks to shreds. To gardening, shreds. gardening incident. See, that's funny, isn't it? Because we've got, in one side, we've got he's torn his buttock, and the other, he's torn his buttock to shreds. But what I love is that the Queen guitarist went onto Instagram, and I just love the wording of his statement, right? I managed to rip my gluteus maximus to shreds in a moment (laughs) of over-enthusiastic gardening. So I suddenly find myself in a hospital getting scanned to find out exactly how much I've actually damaged myself. Turns out I did a thorough job. This is a couple of days ago and I won't be able to walk for a while or sleep without a lot of assistance because the pain is relentless. (laughs) Right. My question is, what did Brian May do? Well, because he then goes on to say he said he would go dark for a while on social media, (laughs) saying that he would be getting some complete rest. This is a quote. And at home, please, please don't send me sympathy. I just need some healing silence for a while. It's like you tore your ass cheek, mate. You didn't fight in a fucking war. Yeah, I was going to say, what's happened? You lost a fucking limb. Like, people, what he thinks people are going to oh my God, I'm so sorry to hear what happened to you, Brian. Like, you tore your, and don't think that by calling it gluteus maximus that people don't realise that you're talking about tearing your arse cheek <laughs> to shreds. I mean, what, yeah, like you say, the big question is, what the fuck was Brian May doing Was in he the doing garden? some sort of, like, back garden toboggan and he came off the fucking track or something? I, like, what has he done? I mean, the, my first instinct was he's fallen on a rake. I thought maybe it fell on something. Yeah, I was hoping it was like a strimmer or something. Let's do a proper job. But what I don't understand is he kind of uses this platform to have to go into a thing about fucking badgers again, the HS2 rail line, fossil oh, fuels, Christ. air pollution. It's like, mate, you've just ripped your ass cheek in half. It, yeah, that's not like stage. Don't go. try and pretend that now is the time for you to continue on your sort of socio-political rant. But it was just the fact that he was saying, "Like, I don't, you know, just I, I just need some time to heal in private." It's like, wait, <laughs> what? You didn't take a bullet for someone. Like you tore your ass cheeks. What, what you don't know is who was lost that day. <laughs> There was there was a bird about to fall onto a rake, so Brian May jumped ass first into the rake. I wonder if it was one of those weird like sexual things. Ooh. Also, I'm pretty sure there wasn't a leaked story in the press going, We think something's happened to Brian May's buttocks and he's yeah, gone. He rang fucking up hell, I'm gonna have to respond to this. Yeah, why is he telling us? He no one would have known. 
I don't know about you, I have no way of tracking Brian May's asshole. Like, I have no idea on any given day what any celebrity asshole is doing. So why did he feel like he must have brought that to the press and said, I have torn my asshole wide my open. <laughs> like, it's the Clear size now. of a Pringles tub. And what do I now do? You know, it's very weird. <laughs> He's going to come out of it. He's going to reinvent himself. He's going to have cut all his massive fucking hair off. He's going to start wearing like a fucking, like a cravat and a smoking jacket. And he's just going to be called May. And he's just like recovering just from May. this traumatic, traumatic asshole incident. And, you know. So much so it splits personality. It opened up a fucking black hole into another dimension. <laughs> this is an alternative May. <laughs> this is a sinister, evil motherfucking Brian May coming back. He doesn't give a fuck about fossil fuels anymore. Kill badges. I'm going to stamp on this bunny's face. I'm fucking alternative, mate. Yeah. Oh my god, he just comes. He just reads loads of Edgar Allan Poe while he's turns out like a T two thousand in a big fucking warp bubble. <laughs> <laughs> oh god. And finite. End. I was reading about this concept, this biblical concept called, uh, it's about the red moon. And it's um, (laughs) the idea that the red moon in the Bible signifies um, the beginning of the end times. Okay. So So when the red red moon, moon this is the, this is the kind of red moon of the podcast. (laughs) Welcome to the red moon. Welcome to red moon. Maybe so that's what we should do another moon. podcast <laughs> where we talk about the world coming to an end and all the conspiracy theories that we just call Red Moon. Red Moon. Red I like moon. that. Okay. Tune in. There is no spoon with the Red Moon. There is no spoon, <laughs> but there is a Red Moon. Um, in, like and listeners, it. if you want to, because um, I noticed something, Lee, we, we've got another delightful iTunes review. Um, Have we? Yeah. So if you are enjoying listeners listening to two blokes lose their mind much quicker than they realized before they started recording um then then as i say you can follow us on social media or whatever um, but you can also if you're feeling extra delicious go onto itunes and give us a five-star review um, oh spicy five star well yeah we've i mean mate we've, we've only got five star reviews so do you know wow. what i'm saying but, how many reviews is that now oh well the at least four. Do you know what I mean? It's <laughs> it's, it's fantastic. A hundred. We've got a hundred percent five star audience reviews, so don't worry about it. Um, wow. Don't worry about it, Paul. Um, but <laughs> we did get yeah, um, fuck you, yeah, Paul. Fuck you, Paul. Um, Nineteen <laughs> five star reviews. What are you saying? Um, but what we did get is um, a, a comment. A listener. Don't know who they are. So if you're listening to this and this is you, tell us it was you. We want to say thank you. Um, but they said their tagline was loved it five stars. And then they said, <gasps> pissing myself Two normal guys, just being down to earth. It's just what you need. Ah. Which I mean, that is literally, that should be I our fucking war. tagline. Shouldn't it? 
That's great. It is. The babblement is just what you need. Just what you need. We can quote that now. Yeah, the babblement is just what you need. You're going to get no royalties from it, but you have our thanks. Thank you very much, whoever you are, mysterious, <laughs> lovely listener. Mysterious five-star giver. You are just what we need. You are the yeah. reason we do this. I ah, love it. And Wonderful. we don't have anything else to do because we're both in lockdown. <laughs> yeah, well, mm. unfortunately, mm. whilst true, we continue. Well, of course we do. Because we feel like we owe people's stuff for no apparent reason like i feel like i owe people a list now uh, yeah, these end sections. yeah if I, it's not star wars paul yeah it needs to be me listing something ridiculous oh 100 percent. i love the lists so i'm 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 gonna leave so back speaking on my chair of which, yeah. <laughs> i have the 15 weirdest superman villains oh, fantastic so i didn't go for the shittest because to be fair with things like Superman, he's only ever got one bad guy, Lex Luthor. Sure. Bad dude. Everyone else is like fodder. Mm. They just turn up, go away, straight away, rubbish, never come back. So I went for the weirdest ones. Okay. Uh, so, mm-hmm. first off, we have Superboy Prime. <laughs> okay. Is that mixed with a car? <laughs> I, I wish. Okay. No, he is basically a Superman from another Earth. Uh, oh. He got reinvented because his character was completely piss poor and shoddy. Uh, but basically, right. he then got turned into this sort of um, madder version of a Superman, parentheses. Okay. Who had a hissy fits. Oh, so he was just a petulant little twat. The dummy. Um, half man, half pacifier. A super intelligent criminal who looks like a ventriloquist dummy. That would, I would be scared of that, to be fair. Quickly defeated because he's just a small man with a gun. Okay. And also he couldn't get anywhere because another bloke has his hand up his arse. <laughs> Hobby robber. Hobby robber. Um, steals people's um, subutios. That's a hobby, isn't it? Would that be classified as a hobby? Do you know I what? don't even know. You got it spot on. He was found when he stole Clark Kent's rare clock collection. <sighs> the reason he he stole it and held it for ransom, no one knows. He just likes to take the thing that you like to collect. So he's just a thief <laughs> and he just happens to have he wants to take the things that you collect. Brilliant. I've got one right finally. Amazing Grace. Um <laughs> a beautiful <laughs> song that people sing at funerals. Uh, a incredibly beautiful supervillain whose powers are she's really pretty and persuasive. <laughs> okay, fine. She's also immortal and technically a god, but those are terms that get tossed around a lot in comics, it says here. <laughs> oh, okay. I mean, call her, like, you know, immortal Grace. That would be better. <laughs> yeah, that would be better. Okay. Clawster. Clawster. Um, Clawster. <laughs> just a dude with claws? Uh, basically the thing from Fantastic Four, that big rock guy. Yeah. But he lives in the sewer. Right. So what's the claws got to do with it? Uh, next one. Fuck me. Okay. <laughs> Master Jailer. 
Um, <laughs> someone who's really good at putting people in jail? Close. Okay. He can summon and control chains and ropes to hold his enemies. Of course, he's up against Superman. So, <laughs> so that won't point. fucking work. <laughs> Brilliant. Okay. Microwave man. <laughs> A bloke called Denzel who loves dire straits and just sells microwaves. <laughs> He's just listening to Money for Nothing on repeat for his whole life. We gotta install microwave of it. No? Oh, fucking hell. It's just a bloke who cooks things in a microwave. It's the, it was right. the 80s, so... So this was in some dodgy spin-off in right. the 70s. <laughs> right. uh, where he appeared in one story... He was a scientist that gave himself superpowers using microwaves, which made him invulnerable. He, invulnerable? Man, yeah. <laughs> he was really <laughs> Microwave man ended up dying after growing old, got his youth restored by aliens, and defeated Superman. And after he accomplished his greatest feat, he keeled over and died. See, I thought you were going to say that he died of um, microwave-related testicular cancer. Oh, that would be harsh. Yeah. Bouncing on a beanbag. Yeah. I'm going to have to try and... <laughs> Mr. Mixes Pitterlick. Spelt M-X-Y-Z-P-T-L-K. I mean, I have no idea. Um, and by oh, the sounds of it, neither do you. <laughs> well, it says he's an imp from the fifth dimension who likes to play pranks on Superman and cause havoc. He has unbelievable powers and can walk reality. The only way to defeat wait, 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 him wait, wait, is to get him to say... He can walk uh, reality? Warp. Oh, warp. I was like, what the With fuck walking reality? The okay. only way to defeat him was for Superman to get him to say or spell his name backwards. Right. Okay. Next one. Mr. Z. Mr. Z. Um, Mr. Z. Or Z, if you're Bruce Willis in Pulp Um, Z's dead, baby. Um, Mr. Z. Um, don't know. Uh, it just it gives me the very limited information because it's from 1940. Ooh. Mr. Z is an immortal who is incredibly mysterious, loves traveling through time to trap famous people throughout history in his crystal whilst battling Superman. You see, the ambiguous ones, it's always like mm. it's, it's, you sort of feel a little bit short-changed with them. But it's you like, do. What, A, why is he called Mr. Z? Yeah. It would be better if he was called Mr. Re. Because <laughs> Mr. he's Trick. Because he's a mystery. Sand creature. <laughs> um half man, half sand, half creature. Looks like Superman, acts like Superman, has Superman's memories, but he's made of sand. <laughs> I see. I think what a better supervillain would be if Sand Creature would be a bloke, a dad who's gone to the beach with his kids, and for the life of him cannot hoover the sand out of his car. Like sand is <laughs> fucking everywhere. It's, it's infiltrated human. every part of his life because that kind of man could defeat Superman. Toy man. 
Um, a bloke who really likes toys. He creates toys that can be used as weapons. That's it. Brilliant. Obviously gets his fucking head kicked in every time. Yeah, of course. Superman comes with all his powers and he's got a fucking spinning top. Like He's got a pog. Clock. Say (laughs) what? A pog. Yeah, he's got a pog. Clack clock. Clack clock. Um, (laughs) It's a bloke that's got a really dry mouth who's also a clock. (laughs) His superpower is he can double in size, which again makes zero fucking difference. What's that got to do with a clock? (laughs) Blue Matt. Um, It's a guy called Matt who dyed his hair blue because he was trying to be alternative and it backfired because everyone thought he was a dickhead. Right, I think someone who wrote this research had a fucking stroke at this point. Or because it it's, one of those no P- it's one of those crash mats that you had in PE that when your PE teacher used to bring them out, you think, this lesson is about to get seriously fucking good because I am going to suplex every one of my friends onto a crash mat. Right, no, uh, yeah, I, I see it now. So, Blue Mat is a member of the music group Network. Rock, no, sorry, the group network, their rock music video producers who use their superpowers to take hostages and demand ransoms. Blue Matt's ability is that he can fade out. Wait, well, he, he's just. So like, he slowly he just, fades uh, like to invisible, I guess. Oh, I thought you meant his voice. He just started talking. Like <laughs> <laughs> I, wish, I wish Blue Matt was actually what, a weird kind of quasi crossover, and Blue Matt was just a member of the Blue Man group called Matt. And he just used to, he defeated Superman with his drumsticks. Right, and I saved my personal favourite for last. Okay, go on in. Muhammad Ali. <laughs> I mean, I'm pretty sure I know who he is. Yeah, and you are correct. Okay, Cassius Clay. <clears throat> when aliens come to Earth and demand the planet's greatest champion step forward, both Superman and Muhammad Ali answer the call. Saying Ali is the villain of the story is a bit of a stretch, but one could say that they were enemies for a moment, for the greater good. <laughs> Ali and a Z-powered Superman had a boxing match to see who's greatest fighter on Earth. Ali gave Superman the win. <laughs> now, I, you know, as much as any normal person like and admire Muhammad Ali, but I'm pretty sure that even Ma- Ali at his peak couldn't defeat Superman. Well, he was depowered, though. So we're talking him being humanised. Oh, well, then, yeah, then Muhammad Ali would probably beat the fuck out of him then. <laughs> so he gives him the win. Nice. Nicely done. Fuck me. Well, there you go. <laughs> so I am going to put it out to the listeners because I'll be honest, I've done quite a few lists now. And you can't be fucked. <laughs> really and important. I'm getting... Pretty fucking bored of looking for them. But I do like doing the lists. So, if anyone listening Uh has a subject of whatever they, you know, 10 worst or best Nicolas Cage movies or quotes or something, I don't know why I went for Nicolas Cage, he's just a natural love of mine. Yeah. You know, worst enemies for a different comic book hero we've not covered or whatever. 
tell me. Tell Basically, listen, you're not doing do anything else. Can you just do Lee's <laughs> job for him, please? Because he doesn't want to do it anymore, but he quite likes to reap the benefits of it. So if you so, could send us in a list of shit that you want him to read, he will read <laughs> Episode it. Episode 49, the <laughs> viewer, listener edition. Yeah, we just read the fucking shit that the listeners send. I'm up for it, mate. <laughs> It will probably make me more congruent than this pile of fucking nonsense. Oh, this has just been a complete shit show, hasn't it? Yeah, I'm going to have to put one of those heated beanbag things on my back because it's killing me now. Fucking hell, let's go while you, <sighs> you turn into a proper old man. Honestly, my back's... I've, if you've got... Listeners, if you've got any advice about what to do about having we a bad We are not back, doing that here. <laughs> We're not asking you for how to Also, cure listeners, I'm trying to get rid of an old up. fridge. If you know anyone that wants to buy a fridge, <laughs> tweet us at BafflementPods. <laughs> <laughs> You know, go now. Babblement like swap shop. If you listen, if you got any old <laughs> shit that you want to get rid of, get <laughs> out. Oh, fuck me. Goodbye, everybody. Bye. <laughs>